0: is Genesis the Saka family a member, of the patriarch of the family, Joseph Saka. We've begun the Amidah. Hashem We talked about the uh, purpose of bowing. We explained the word Baruch. Atah of Chaim says that even with all the different interpretations of the word Baruch, the many different understandings of what the word Baruch means, Atah is simple. Atta is referring to Hashem, who is unique and distinct, and there is no other Baruch Atah Hashem. And then we begin the Amidah. Elokeinu And there are several questions you can ask. First of all, the Amidah in many ways is the quintessential bracha, it is the ultimate tefillah. When Chazal use the word tefillah, when they talk about prayer, they are referring to the Amidah. And yet, every other bracha we know begins, Baruch Atah Hashem Elokeinu, Where's Malchus? Why don't we mention God as the King of the Universe? Why don't we mention HaKadosh Baruch distinct position as the King of Kings, as the Master of all things? Why do we begin Elokeinu of Elokei Avoseinu? Moreover, we begin first Elokeinu. We identify God as Elokeinu. He's our God. Oh yeah, He's also Elokei Avosenu. And in case that's not clear, Elokei Avram, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov. So if we're going to spell it out, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, why do we say Avosenu? And if we're going to spell out Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, why not save the precious moment Just say, Eloke Avram Yitzchak Yaakov. Why Eloke Avram, Eloke Yitzchak, and Eloke Yaakov? And chronologically, was he first our God or first their God? Shouldn't it be Eloke Avosainu, Eloke Avram, Eloke Yitzchak, Eloke Yaakov, Velokeanu, and also our God? Chronologically, they lived first, they served and worshipped Him first, they discovered Him first, and only afterwards. Now, do we? Enough questions? Like a Shirk Lully and Sitter snippet. So several questions as we begin, the same Amida we've been saying our whole lives. We blast through these opening words, which by the way, I don't want to say they're the most important, but they're the most ma'akev. The halacha is that if your mind wanders the rest of the Amida, it's not a good thing, certainly not ideal, but your yod say the Amida. But this opening bracha, the first bracha, the bracha of Avos, is critical. You have to concentrate in order to fulfill the Amidah. So understanding all of these questions is very, very important. Why don't we begin with the Avos altogether? Why are we starting with the Avos? Why don't we dive right into the things that we need or praise Hashem for His Gevura, His might, His power? It's another question. What came first, the Avos? Or the second bracha is Gevuras, Hashem's might and power. Because Baruch Hu contrain, controls the rain, conception, resurrection. He controls life. So why not first praise him as being the source of all, the control of all, and then we can get to the Avos who discovered him and introduced ethical monotheism to the world. Why do we begin it all with the Avos? I threw at you a lot of questions. We'll try to answer them over the next several evenings. So first of all, there's an element that we're beginning the Amida by going right for the jugular. We are invoking our greatest merit, the greatest chusm that we have. When you go to the judge, the very first thing you say before you talk about yourself or your life or your remorse or your regret or your commitment to the future, the first thing you say is, You remember my grandfather, your good friend? Do you remember how close you were? You remember you belonged to the same club, you used to golf, you used to hang out, you had Shabbos meals, you were chavrusas back in the day? Oh, now we can get to my case. Before we get to my case, your first introduction is Avos. So the simple understanding, and the Oivisro, oh, the of a little bit explains that it's Zachus Avos we're going right, the praise of Hashem, we're beginning with schus avos. Another suggestion he makes is, Avram is the first Jew, we all descend from him, and in that way, his kolel, his neshama, includes every Jew that was destined to descend from him, so we invoke him because he is our best selves, he is the ultimate combination and the complement of all who come after, so we are invoking him, even this early on. But I think there's something much more basic, I saw Rabbi Wogamuth, who's a beautiful Sefer, taught Tefillah for many, many years in Maimonides. There's a beautiful Sefer on Tefillah. He says, You can't say Elo kenu olam, before mentioning Avram. Why? Because before Avram, did the world recognize him as the Melacha Now, by the way, the answer is yes. There were many Nevi'im who came before. If you look in the beginning of Tanakh, the beginning of Torah, before Avram is introduced onto the scene, We have many who knew God, spoke to God. It's a mistake and a misconception to say that Avram discovered monotheism, he discovered God. If you look at the Rambam, the Rambam says explicitly Avram was not the first to discover God. He was the first to promote the Ribbon Shalom. He got up on a soapbox. He made a whole uh, status where he would talk about all the time the Ribbon Shalom. He tried to transform the world to ethical monotheism. Everyone who preceded him, who knew God, kept it to themselves. They kept that secret, that relationship to themselves. He was the first to stand up, to promote, and to share it. So before Avram, you can't talk about Melach HaOlam. That's why the Amida begins. He suggests, Hashem elokeinu velokei You have to talk about Avram because we're not yet up to Melach HaOlam. Why Elokeinu ve Avosenu? We'll have to uh, continue with. But to give you a hint, there's a dual relationship each and every one of us have with Hashem. Our knowledge and our relationship the foundation of our relationship has to do with those who come before a masora a tradition that which we've been uh, taught and also has to come with our own experience of discovery our own journey of forging our own relationship we invoke the two and how they complement each other in the way we begin the Amin.